This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts. And welcome everybody to What the Hops. Brian and Eric here on a nice, wonderful Buffalo Sunday night. And uh, we have a guest with us. Why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, hi, Donnie Burtless here, uh, founder of Buffalo Eats. I guess people, I, I, it was like a website and I feel like I, I always refer to it as like blogger, but like nobody reads blogs anymore. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure nobody knows Buffalo Eats as a blog. It's more like, oh, that Instagram account I follow. So yes. And like, yeah, Instagram's kind of become like the modern day blog, I guess, because if you look at some posts, man, people fucking write stories, man. Yeah. And yeah. they're like, I don't got time to read all this shit. I'm lazy as shit, dude. <laughs> if I want it in video format, like, I don't want to read anymore. Like, yeah. I got to read at work. I don't want to read. Yeah, that's that's literally, like, what everyone does now. And especially with food. Like, Instagram is such an easy, like, place to post food pictures. It's, like, the it's the most, like, obvious social media. Oh, yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, if I wrote, like, 2,000 words on, like, some Chinese food I had, like, nobody gives a shit about that no. anymore. And I just want to see the photos. And, <laughs> what does it and, look like? How it tastes? Yeah. And maybe, like, a grade. Like, just yeah. give me, like, like, a So up. should I go there? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I actually, I recently had a conversation. Andrew Galarno, the guy who's the food editor for Buffalo News, who's the reviewer. Yeah. We were basically talking about, like, it's just a nightmare because people just probably scroll down and just read the score. They don't really read any of the time. I'm the reading comments on shit, like, too. Oh, like, other God. people's comments are even better sometimes yeah. than the actual ones like oh this article's a train wreck let's see what the comments say <laughs> or just like random like twitter posts and like the comments gotta be on fire yeah. for this I'm, oh, I'm, I'm surprised nobody's made something that is strictly devoted to finding the batshit crazy buffalo news or wgrz comments and just like reposting those because those threads go into dark yeah, places you gotta stay off of facebook <laughs> facebook comments on any of that shit man because people are fucking weird man. yeah like, they one just, like, will... the thing is so it's like too it's like dude you realize your name's attached to this right yeah. i know like... i i don't think people do i really don't think people do yeah it's like absolutely stupid like people find the dumbest things to go off about and like throw a racist comment in there or something <laughs> like so blatantly ignorant like you know your name's on there, right? Just because you decided to use your middle name instead of your last name. Yeah, that, yeah. That the fucking 200 people that you're friends with <laughs> don't, don't know who you are. Yeah. And then people forget, like, if I post something somewhere else, like, all of my friends, it'll pop up in their feed. So now oh, they yeah. get to see me commenting some dumbass yep. thing. Yeah. Yeah. And especially with the way it is with, uh, with Twitter now. I'm still – I don't like it because of the fact that, like, when – one of your when someone you're following likes something yes that starts popping up on your yeah. timeline yeah. like i've already i've complained about it about yeah. like your dad and stuff you know <laughs> like his dad will sit there and like all these random things and like half my like all of a sudden i'll hit part of my timeline where it's like oh hey eric's yeah. dad just liked fucking 50 different things <laughs> it's like okay he took like, a shit like, yeah yeah i'm right? not following half these things it's like thank you for liking some of these yeah. so now i can mute them and make sure i never see these again yeah but like i have a know. i have a cousin uh 
and you know he's he's gay he enjoys uh, the company of men but every now and then i'll see in my twitter feed it's just him liking like thirst traps that guys post of all these photos <laughs> so there will be like like literally 10 straight pictures of like gay men shirtless in a mirror and i'm like why are these oh dave was uh, in a mood i guess you're scrolling you're scrolling <laughs> through and your wife's walking by you're like what are you looking at yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. back into my personal life <laughs> it's a very interesting world i stopped at bottle rocket over on Sunday street down in south buffalo earlier this week and picked up some stuff to drink for tonight um one of them is the space bronco from brickyard brewing company uh this is the galaxy mosaic version it is a new england pay new england ipa and uh we're sitting at 6.8 abv 85 ibus Canned 725. That's pretty good. Is it a space Bronco? Yes. Uh, I don't know if I just like heard that and like went with it in my brain because like <laughs> the ADD kicks in sometimes and no, it's like a it's a take on their white Bronco. I was um, gonna say I thought they had a white Bronco. Too. Yeah, yeah. I think once they so you tell me OJ's in space right now. <laughs> According to this beer, yes. You know, when I was at the Bills game the other night, my dad was not the only person screaming juice at the guy wearing 32 for the Bills. There was multiple people screaming juice. <laughs> That's pretty. Well, yeah, because this is the first year that first time anyone's worn a number in like fucking like forty years really? or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit. Who the hell's wearing it? Is it like uh, uh, you would hope that it would be like somebody re- like it means Perry, something? I think like that instead of like oh, some guys getting maybe? cut. Yeah, it probably it probably is someone who'll get cut. So you we got won't. so many numbers. You put 90-some guys. The Colts had two number nines on the team. Oh, really? <laughs> Jesus. So it was a I kicker and somebody else. I got to say, the going back to the, the bottle rocket, that, that store is really – it's a really cool spot. Yeah. And, yeah. and in, like, South Buffalo, like, has plenty of amazing things, but craft beer was not really one of them. It might take a little bit for the – for the crowd down there to kind of get full into yeah. it. I I definitely was like in there the first like first time noticed how like cool it felt. It just feels like a really cool vibe in there. And and I and I saw like a a pile of vinyl records and a Radiohead poster and I was like am I in South Buffalo right it's now? It's definitely like, not a South Buffalo spot. Yeah. You know, but that's how, you know, things start changing, you know, because mm-hmm. um, what is it? Cantina 62? Yep. Right yeah, the taco it? place. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and um, then uh, Public is putting a really big location, uh, the coffee guys. Yeah. Uh, right so, there. I mean, it's it's cool to have that kind of stuff down there because it's going to get people down there to experience yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know. Also, they seem really chill about food at, at Bottle Rocket. So, yeah, I yeah, guess, yeah. like, you can just, you know, get imperial takeout and that, yeah I mean, and that's that's how i think most uh bottle shops are here too yeah like you can go to vbm you can do the same thing yep yeah um brewed and bottle up in lewiston and stuff i believe you can just order right next door and just have it come over and nice. that too so aurora brew works i think you can get uh barbell yeah. takeout yeah you can bring, bring you can bring stuff in there too that's so and that's that's awesome that we have all these awesome bottle shops in the area to do that kind of thing. Is yeah. Murphy Browns yeah. considered one? Uh, we we wrote a guide about craft like beer shops, yeah. and we didn't include them. And I, we got some like flack from Clarence people saying like you're missing out. Like I always thought it was just a bar first rather than a shop. I it's, thought when I lived out that way, I thought it was like like Have you been in there? 
No, I just kept fucking driving by. <laughs> so Usually, because, like, no, look at Let's justify. When I lived out there, I'm 45 minutes away from anything. I, and yeah. I couldn't wait to get back to civilization. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a different type of white trash than the white trash out that way. <laughs> like, I'm an urban white trash guy. I'm not a farmer, like, in the woods oh, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. shit. So you I want to get you back. Could take, you could take the guy out of Lovejoy, but you can't take the Lovejoy out of the guy, man. Exactly. Nice. <laughs> now, it's, like, in there, like, so when you walk in... It's like you're walking into a bar. Okay. Right? So, you know, you got your bar, you got your tabletops, but then you look to your left, and there's, like, maybe, like, three wooden, like, racks full of beer, maybe. Okay. Yeah. And then, like, they got, you know, random four-packs and some bottles and that. and Yeah. That's really kind of... Kind of like a half-and-half half kind of thing. Yeah, and but that's really kind of it. Yeah. So, like, it's set up for you to be like, hey, I'm going to this craft beer bar. Yeah, if you told me in 2006, like, yeah, you could go to NOCO and get, like, local, like, That's buffalo insane. beer, I would have been like, you're, what are you talking about? Everything then was, like, Sierra Nevada or Dogfish. Yeah. Like that, or, like, Magic Hat. Yeah, Magic, Magic Hat. Magic Hat was just like, oh, shit, we got Magic Hat now? Like, let's go. <laughs> yeah. So, no, was, yeah, so Murphy Brown's, like, they have, like, 20-something different taps, though. So, yeah. I mean, they get a lot of different so beers. So is Crab Apples. Dude. This is a little cla- This is a little classier than crab apples. Did we talk about cheek the crab apples on here with the puke the last time? I think we might have mentioned it at some point in one episode. But uh, we ended up going there, and he goes to the bathroom, comes back, goes, someone puked in the bathroom, and it wasn't today. At, at, cra- <laughs> at crab apples. Oh, God. Like, you're looking in the corner, and you're like, yeah, that's definitely vomit. Yes, that's definitely part of the wall now. And, like, oh, it was just, like, God. old My Chemical Romance playing, like, their first <laughs> CD. Like, random shit's being out. I'm like, this is not what I expected to walk into. We walked in, and everybody's kind of looking at us to make sure that we're like you know i guess dirty enough to be in there it's a weird yeah. it's a weird like double it's a weird vibe there yeah because you got like the people who are there straight up in like basketball shorts just you gotta crushing. be 23 or you gotta be like 63 <laughs> yeah yeah I... and then there's a couple guys with beards who are drinking like the good craft beer like like if it's on tap and not run out yeah <laughs> but 23 or 63 is the cheek to waga thing though I true that's like true. that's any bar in cheek to waga like it's like oh hey you have these old guys sitting around, you know, that have been there since probably like two o'clock. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, you have like this group of people that are just like fresh, like freshly able to drink yeah. that are either drinking before whatever sport they're going to play yeah. or drinking after whatever sport they just played. Yeah. You know, and then after like 11 o'clock, you get like all the woo girls coming out to try to like find something <laughs> to take home or go home with it's you know. such a it's such a weird weird place i i enjoy it but it's also just an insane and i don't know that guy gets sometimes like some really good craft beer but like yeah you get some random is shit. it just for him like there's so much hype beer he sent me a meme a couple weeks ago that was by far the best thing ever it was that you know that guy and his girlfriend meme yeah he's looking back at the other one it said like <sighs> Perfectly good local beer, and he's looking back at the hype beer that I traded way too much shit for. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, that, I mean, it, that's it's insane. Like I and I catch myself having like beer FOMO, like fear of miss. Like if I see a can release, I'm like, yeah. well, I gotta go get it because like, what if it's not gonna be around for another six months? Like I, I'm, a, I've, I admit that I'm an idiot, but like I don't know how this happened. Like out of nowhere. See, and that's exactly how I am too, and especially kind of with doing, um 
doing this. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, well, I want to try everything I possibly can so I can talk about it. I'm yeah. glad you're you know? that way because I'm just at the sofa <laughs> point. Like, I'm so fucking jaded where I'm just like, I don't care. Yeah. I really don't care. Like, I mean, it's it's just like in my personality now where I'm at the point where I'm like, whatever. And I mean, yeah. granted, we've talked a lot about, like, hype stuff and everything else, but, like, um... I mean, this. I really chase local shit most of the time that I would. Uh, that's like. what I mean. That's why it's like yeah. I'm glad that Brickyard is distributing now. Yeah. So like, the for one they us, did with, we're, uh, we're sure last year yeah. was good. Like for the for us, where it's like you might not be able to get out to like Lewiston all the time, right? Because like, is it is it far? No, but it's enough of a truck where you're like you're gonna spend the day out in that general area yeah. if you're going out there. Yeah. It's so. It's, 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 it's Buffalo far. It's like it, Buffalo it's laziness, more, though. It's more than 20 minutes, so it's like... Exactly. It's, it's like we're half spoiled half. that everything's here. Like, yeah. Like, if you live in Houston, man, you're spending fucking 45 minutes to go, like, three yeah. miles away, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're just like... Ah, yeah. South Chitawaga from North Chitawaga. <laughs> uh, do I want to go see my parents? Not really. Uh, you mean I got to go two throughway exits? <laughs> yeah. Not that. And, and I, I fully, buy, I mean, I, I will critique it, but I also live that life. Like, if I have to go to East Aurora, I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, 100% Aurora. like, I'm not going to fucking East Aurora. <laughs> well, I'm going to drive to Darien Lake three times in a week <laughs> to take my kids out there. When was the last time you were in East Aurora? Um... Probably when I lived in Akron to go find the Lloyd truck. <laughs> oh, nice. Because that's when they didn't have any stores. And I'm like, I'm like fuck, dude, yeah. East Aurora. I'm like, it's just like hit 77, go through all this fucking shit. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Do you see that uh, off the one, uh, off the Harlem exit, if you're coming from the city to Chictawaga and you get off the 33, the mm-hmm. Harlem, there's an actual sign that says visit like East Aurora. <laughs> like it's like a destiny. There's a big sign that has like a fiddler's and it's like, yes, yes, yes. I'm like, I'm like, all right, let's stop acting like it's like you're going to get a bed and breakfast and go to East Aurora. I think a lot of it has to do that there's not like direct route like throughway to certain things, like which, yeah, you can take the 400, but you say 400 to somebody, they're like, oh, I love the 400. They're like, Fuck that, man. Yeah. I'm not taking the 400. Exactly. I got to drive past the 190 and get on over that shit. Like, yeah, it's, it's well, amazing. I mean, going out to Lewiston, I mean, going on the Robert Moses and stuff, too. Oh, you're God, like, yeah. you know, fuck this. Yeah. Like, I just don't want to drive on that. And if you do you it know? like once a year, you're like, how does this work again? Yeah. <laughs> Every yeah. time. Yeah. Like, what do we do before GPS and phones and shit? Like, I, I have like zero sense of direction. And uh, I remember like when I would go to see like shows at Mo, uh, like a uh, show place or like, I think I saw something at like the Fun House in Lackawanna. Oh, once. yeah. I, like, needed uh, my dad to, like, write, like, step-by-step directions on how to get there in, like, 2000, 2001 when I was going. I mean, while your dad's probably like, you're going to Lackawanna? <laughs> yeah. Why yeah. the hell are you going there? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. I had that conversation plenty of times. <laughs> I actually had a discussion about the Funhouse the other day. I was a new metal kid back in, back in the day, so... Right. Um, my one friend was like, oh, like he was, for some reason, we like, he got onto like Fear Factory. Nice. And Why does it always like, end up back on Fear Factory with you? Dude, it was a thing back then, man. All roads point to Fear Factory. <laughs> but like, we saw him and we saw Fucking five string basses and shit before that was even like a thing. 
we saw we saw them at the fun house and i'm trying to we were trying to think of who played the show and stuff and i was just like yeah that was really bad it was probably like someone like primer 55 and it got really fucking wow. borderline juggalo going on in there <laughs> What the hell is Fun House now? I've, I've tried to, like, drive down Abbott and, like, try to find whatever. Probably, fun like, house. a banquet hall or something. Yeah, it's got to be, right? Yeah, that would make sense. Either that or some kind of weird storage space. Yeah. Did you guys go to Cruise Inn in La yes. Uh I One of the coolest shows I've ever seen there was Boys Night Out, Seosin before when they only had an EP out, and Census Fell when they only had an I EP out. I was literally at that exact same That show. show was awesome. Yes. Yeah. It was incredible. Yeah. And it was like fucking, it was basically like someone took a house and like they put a stage in the living room and put a bar in the dining room. Yeah. Like, and just like the way that it went. And that was fucking insane. Like, and that was 01, 02, yeah. like something like that. Yeah. I, mean, I remember going for Census, like my me and my cousin were huge into Census Fail. It was yeah. right after they, I think it was the drive through EP or whatever they put out. Yep. And uh, I had no idea who Seosin won. They were maybe a band for like three months. And yeah. And they were just like, like Anthony Green, like blew my mind away like, yeah. watching him perform and then he went and blew it all away in the bathroom too <laughs> <laughs> but like uh yeah I, I remember there was like a summer where like i feel like show show place closed show place s- had a few of those times yeah and like somebody had to pick up all the shows and like it was like cruise in for like yeah. a year and it was very weird there place. used to be a golf course over by cruise in like Back in the the farthest hole is like a hundred and like nine yards, and they had fucking astroturf, like not real astroturf, like the shit you'd put on like a Polish carpet, like that was their greens. And I remember it was just such a fucking hard course to play. My dad's like, "I'm gonna take your mother here. She's gonna she might maybe want to come and play." I'm like, "I'm like, I don't know what this fucking is, but it's like the the course couldn't have been bigger than like a fucking block." block. That's hilarious. It was it was cool that like what it was, yeah, but yeah. it was just like shit. Sixty yards again, the forty five yard hole. <laughs> Like, what am I doing here? But was, I remember like going. I'm like, oh no, shit! I went to a concert there. Before. Yeah, I yeah. Think I, I think I saw. I think it was Under Oath. It was the summer. It was the summer that Under Oath played here like six times, <laughs> and like they played there. It was them, Alexis on Fire, Roses, Roses Are Red. Oh god. Wow. And like, finest. there's Did Rosa Red ever doing another CD after that first one on Trustkill. I don't. Think I bought so. it. And I don't <laughs> like, think so. And then. Do you remember the days of just buying other. CDs because you had to check the band out because you didn't know? Oh, yeah. Because it was on a label. That I bought like... so many CDs that fucking sucked. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is, man. You went by the label. I was like yeah. an Equal Vision kid. I was like, yeah. anything on Equal Vision, I'm fucking buying Like them, Trust Kill, Victory. I'm like, it's got to be good. Yeah. Victory signed them. Yeah. They got a big budget. I heard 30 seconds on pure volume. It sounded pretty yeah. good. <laughs> then I ended up with like a beloved CD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That and the fear before the march of flames. I'm like, I don't even know why I bought this. And I remember the kid that uh, worked at Fye or whatever it used to be at the mall. He used to like be at all the shows and oh, shit too. The, the punk dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, ah, bro, you can take this one this week. It was the last copy. Like, <laughs> like he's like, you can't have that one though. I'm keeping that one for myself. I heard about them. I'm like, absolutepunk.net. <laughs> Just like, so I'm like, all right. He went to his like his own stash and kids probably on his payday. He's got fucking like nine cds over yeah, there and he just like hands them out i'm like or like gave me the one of them that i wanted to buy and i'm sure i regretted it oh god yeah mine was media play on a media play every uh every tuesday or whatever i miss media play there's yeah. so much random shit that you can buy there yeah it was a uh, how many wrestlers <laughs> wrestling figurines did you buy there asshole <laughs> Probably not that much. You're full of shit. <laughs> a lot of Sean w- bought them all. 
Yeah, that was his. That was his thing, man. A lot of weird like anime DVDs that they had to put like black things in front of. So you could... <laughs> I kept buying guitar pedals from them, and I kept breaking them. I feel like we actually bought like when one of us when one of us turned eighteen. I think we actually bought an anime DVD there just nice. because we could it was oh, just yeah. like oh and then we all go and like we're like all just sitting there it's like well let's watch this and we're like watching it back yeah this wasn't exactly what we were expecting <laughs> yeah. what are all it was the that one that, for that's one exactly that's what it was it was the one that vince had <laughs> the, the the straight up it was just tentacle porn we were just like all right well, i guess that's a thing you know oh man i'm not, i don't I remember. I don't even think I paid attention to it because I think I just am like I gotta get fucking blackout drunk for this. <laughs> that was after like the Unearth show, right? And the Dillinger one that I got punched in the face and I couldn't see anything. Oh, that we went to Vince's house yeah. after. Yeah, probably. Sounds about right. I thought I broke my horrible bone because Matt Sundin had his broken <laughs> like right around that time. <laughs> and right when forty three percent burnt came back in with the uh, the breakdown, I got punched in the face. That was probably the best song. On that, that was probably the only real good song on that album, to tell you the truth. Yes. Like, I make it into the other one, I go, and I'm done. Like, Calculating Infinity is like, everybody looks at it like it's like this great album. It's like, no, nah, bro, it's just a bunch of fucking noise. <laughs> it that was calculated noise. <laughs> that is definitely the one of those albums that, like, is like in that scene referred to as like, classics or well the thing is though, we were talking too, though, about that before you came over i don't know like the thing with with dillinger was especially with like when dimitri was singing yeah like seeing them live was like intense like i mean i well, saw Greg him, was the same way though yeah but like and he's jacked out of his fucking mind you know picturing a 17 year old kid going to the basement bar seeing dillinger escape plan play oh my mic's not working. What am I going to do? I'm just going to walk through the crowd and grab people and scream lyrics in their face for the first half. Like, it was just like, you're watching this and you're like, dude, what the fuck am I watching, man? This is yeah. insane. Yeah. And that's what got you hooked on that band was because, like, they were such an insane live band that, like, recorded were they were they the greatest thing ever? No. Like. Yeah. It's like the albums are kind of like, you know, you can pick them apart pretty easily, mm -hmm. but I don't know. I'm trying to think of like when we had those moments, but at the same time, like I've had, we've seen so many shows and just blended so much shit together. I remember my brother telling me when he wasn't going to fuck with you anymore because you picked some kid up and threw him <laughs> over your head and poisoned the well. No, man. Sometimes you get set off. Can't help it. He's like, I'm not messing with him anymore. He's like, I kept talking shit to him. I literally watched him pick some kid up over his head and throw him. I, I went down uh, a dark, dark rabbit hole of... Do you, you guys know the Setlist FM, the website? Yeah, yeah. So you can create like a profile and you can like say like you attended concerts. And like, I was like, oh, I wonder how many concerts I can find that I went to and like cut to me at like 2 a.m. trying to Google like what exact date was it when I saw I used to save ticket stubs and I actually <laughs> my wife didn't throw them out of me can't believe it yeah but like she's like here's a box of all your old concert shit and she's like gave it to me one day nice. I'm like alright 
I'm like, at some point, I'm going to sit there and look at this. There's yeah, random yeah. stickers and, like, guitar picks That's and shit. That's awesome. I used to, like, label. I mean, it was, like, pop punk and, like, hardcore and metalcore shit, like, oh, yeah. mixed in. I mean, just the time frame we grew up in, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, when he was into to new metal we were into like corn and shit and pop and like nice. getting into like pop punk and then like it flipped so a lot of it like didn't really match up as the same yeah eventually it did yeah and then he just you know turned 30 and wanted to fucking dance <laughs> and no man can't stop this i mean i respect it it's just at the same time like i'm like uh still like boy 182 i don't fucking care <laughs> Yeah, I, I I think at one point I had all of like I had not all but a, a good chunk of my concert uh, subs, and then I like moved out of my mom's when we moved into like me and my wife's first apartment, and I was like I I can't carry this to another place with me. Yeah, what am I gonna do with all this shit? Yeah, it was kind of one of those things. Uh, dream weapon. Okay. I've this one before. I think I have too. I love like Grimm's aesthetic. I think sometimes more than their products. I would say their their um, their basement is not that low. Like you're always going to get something that's pretty decent. Yeah. As opposed to like some of the other guys where it's just like a huge swig and a mess. Like there's, there's a lot of beers I feel like now they're like, oh, we fucked this one up, but we can hype it up stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it just yeah, throw some guava in it and yeah. Yep. I mean, it's this. Like we tie so much shit back into music because it's the same thing. It's it's the hype. Like, yeah. People are all about some random band. You looking for a bottle opener? Or did you go in? I got one. It's this city's incredible. This beer's incredible, and you try you try it for yourself, and you're like, yeah, that's fucking overrated. You know what? It, it kind of reminds me though is like everybody was always looking for the new band, especially yep. during when like all that scene music was like super hyped. It was like, what's the next new band coming yeah. out? And I feel like beer is now the exact same way. Beer is 100 percent. We've just become. Like, in your 30s, like, this is what we're dealing with instead yeah. of being us 22. Yeah. Now we're dealing with in your mid-30s. Yeah. And, and it's insane because, like, for Buffalo's market, everyone's fascinated about the next out-of-town beer that, like, gets their beer into Buffalo. Yep. Like, and you see the waves. Like, everyone freaked out about Ballast Point for, like, a month. Yep. And then everyone freaks out about the next thing. And it's, I don't know, like, how those beers have any lasting state. Like, does anyone care, like, six months later? They sit there for fucking six months before someone buys them half the time yeah. now, you know? I mean, how many different sculpins are you going to drink? Exactly. And then they all get bought out by these giant corporations who I, they're never going to make that I mean, money. good for them that they can yeah, do I mean, it, Yeah, the owners get paid, but, like, it just seems like they're all these massive expansions and stuff. Like, yep. how the hell are they going to, like, do but this long But that San Diego beer is a lot different than True. Buffalo beer, you know? Yeah. Their, their way that they're doing it, people want that flavor, and it's 80 degrees every day. Yeah. If you're sitting in that weather and, like, you know that this is the kind of climate you're in, well, we're miserable a bunch of time. Like, we need this. <laughs> we need that. Like, yeah. you know, fuck, we can feel like this now because our weather's doing this. Yeah. You get a lot, I think, of, of that shit that happens here, which... Yeah. We constantly are just like, give us something different. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I mean, a lot of shit, too, that we we started on this whole, like, our arguing about music. And not really arguing, but it's the same shit we've been talking about for, I don't know, how many years we've been friends now? <laughs> since, since the start? 20, yeah. 20 years or yeah, so. Almost on 20 years of us being friends. Fuck, that's crazy, dude. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, but... 
it's it, we go back to music with it, and it's all started with the other day. It was like, I think every time I die's hot damn is if it's not the best metalcore CD, it's top five, and it was one of the biggest changers for like what you were getting. Yeah, and like so we just went off on like a fucking like tangent for this. Do you watch Friends? Do you watch How I Met Your Mother? Then you should listen to How I Met Your Friends. Hi, I'm Kathleen. And I'm Julie. And we are the ladies behind How I Met Your Friends, the podcast that explores the similarities and theories of friends and how I met your mother. Every week, we watch an episode from each show and dive deep into the crossovers and catchphrases. So if you've ever noticed the similarities between these fantastic shows, come check out our podcast. You can reach us on social media at How I Met Your Friends Pod or email How I Met Your Friends Pod at gmail.com. But as you guys did mention, we just finished drinking the Grim Dream Weapon IPA. It was canned on 7819, 6.4 ABV. Um, basically tastes like a Grim IPA. <laughs> you know, like uh, you like you you know what you're getting when like you kind of get them sometimes. Um, there's certain ones that do kind of stick out a little more than others. Um, this one necessarily didn't, but yeah, kind of, I thought I had a. A little bit more of a pine kind of like IPA yeah. than like most, and I thought it was like reeled in decently. Currently, I just actually cracked open a bottle of this table beer. This is a a Mirtz with tart cherries from Funk Factory Gozeria out in Wisconsin. My cousin grabbed this for me. Uh, she lives out there. This is one of those. I can smell it from here. We're in that summer cleaning phase right now. <laughs> this is uh, basically like a lambic, you know. It's gonna be one of those things that uh, with Shelton Brothers Fest coming up in. Holy fuck! That's soon, isn't that? October. Yeah. We still got, still got technically like October two 4th. months. Yeah. This is kind of, I guess, oh, more man. along the lines of what you're going to be seeing there. October 4th? Um, I think these guys are going to be there. 5th, yeah. Oh, shit. Friday the NHL's going to start around, right around then. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, it's 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 opening weekend. Oh, fuck, I'm ready, buddy. Let's <laughs> yeah. go. Yeah. Are you guys going both, or? We got Saturday VIP tickets. Nice. So we'll nice. be there Saturday VIP with it being down at the terminal, like, Ooh. and being a part of the side and, you know wanting to like get people in there more and being a part of the Miscavige library. I want to try to hopefully get people in that building while there's people down in that area. I am embarrassed to say as somebody who's written about like food and drinking for 10 years that I've never been to the, the Polish library. And I'm, I'm I'm not proud of it. We'll have to get you out there. Yeah, I've only heard good things. I, I, I it sounds awesome. I haven't I haven't renewed my membership in years. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm there's the I'm, fireworks. Fucking like clockwork, dude. <laughs> I'm excited for Shelton Brothers because it's going to just kill my palate for like a week. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> just drinking this stuff all like for like two hours straight, man. It's nice to see. I mean, because like the, the craft beer scene is so obsessed with IPAs right now and the very specific like New England style that it'll be. It's refreshing to see like a change of pace i feel like and that's that's the one thing like with um that weekend in particular that's also the same weekend that great american beer festival is going on okay so most of your beer people are going to denver for that Mm -hmm. so they're going to be so this is really for like this festival which is considered one of the best festivals in the world 
coming here is huge because you're going to have beer drinkers yeah. coming in to like want to experience that. So it's like you're going to have to deal with the fucking borderline juggalos that we have in this area. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> but like you're going to have like it's it's going to make the local scene step up that weekend in particular too. Yeah, you're going to have way more developed palates come in though, and that can pull out shit out of beers like this. That's not really. Well, it's not the Buffalo Easy to deal. Brewfest or something where yeah. it's kind of people just want to get shit faced. Yeah. yeah, you got a lot. Of, you get a lot of bros and you get a lot of yeah. juggalo that just like are yeah. there to get trashed. Yeah, versus yeah. like, all right, I'm tasting this and I can pull out all this random shit out of a salad. Like I can't fucking do that. Yeah, you get that. I feel like, and you get a lot of people too that are like stout people. Like they're like, I'll yeah. drink stouts when it's ninety. I want no part of a stout when it's 90. Right. Like, I'll be puking somewhere because it's just too heavy. It's too thick. But some people really just love that shit. Yeah. And right now, everyone's just chasing every IPA that they can. It's got to be fresh. It's got to be fresh. Where other parts, you know, it's you're going after aging stouts and shit. Yeah. I actually accidentally ordered a stout at Ballyhoo. Uh, like two days ago, because <laughs> they had it just said single cut, uh, Eric nine dollars, and I was like, yeah, that's probably one of their IPAs. Like, sure. Uh, and then I just single cut. You have no idea. What you're yeah, doing. you have no idea. Yeah, there's zero description, and I'm sure maybe there was a menu somewhere that said it, but I was like, whatever. I like single cut, and then I they pour it for me, and I immediately like was like, I'm an idiot. Like I'm a goddamn idiot. Did you go there after uh, Incubus? Uh, before, before, before Incubus, yes. <clears throat> My wife is a a like ride and die Incubus fan, uh, so we uh, we enjo- enjoyed ourselves that uh, was hey, a Tuesday. They busted out Pony at the end, and you know you had your shirtless Brandon Boyd doing his thing, <coughs> getting, the, I, getting the women all hot and bothered. So what does it do? Like forty seven now. He uh, looks kind of old, man. He, like he's, I think he's forty-five now. Yeah. Like he's is he as bad as that dude from the Lost Prophets? Because that guy fucking aged. No, 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 I mean just besides the besides the whole like you know him being a complete scumbag <laughs> and being in jail. Uh, he he looks old. Like his he is, still is rocking the long hair, and it, there's a lot of gray in that hair. Uh, but he's still like keeping it tight. I mean, he's, he's got pretty shitty facial hair too, though. I yeah, feel. he's very like, bad at growing facial. He's like, got the Greg facial hair. Wait, but like he's like trying to work it, and it's like, yeah. come on, dude, just shave it off, man. Like it's not it's not working, man. Is it like yeah. an artsy thing? Does he just kind he's of, being like? Yeah, yeah. And the, the best is uh, the one the the guitarist. Uh, straight dad outfit like it basically had like like a, a t-shirt like basically tucked into jeans and like those white like new balance like he was like straight on just like i'm just a mid 40 year old guy who likes to play guitar oh the best part about him is that like he tried out for alanis morissette's band and didn't nice. make it like in the early 90s nice so I mean, one of the things I always remember about Incubus, too, is that when wireless cords and shit were becoming a thing, like, they let him, like, he recorded with one, which is, like, unheard of. And this is, like, late 90s, I think it was, because it just, like, smoothed out his sound so much more. It was, like, I used to, like, get real in a guitar world and shit. Okay, I like, read yeah. through all this. Oh, it's fucking cool. And just, like, one thing that he did, it always stuck with me. Yeah. I don't know why. I mean, fucking, <laughs> I barely play my guitars as it is. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was it was a good show. I mean, it, it it was straight up nostalgia. I mean, make yourself a morning viewer like high, high school, like to a T for me. Yeah, when I was down in Fredonia, like the one kid that was in the suite that I was living in was obsessed with Incubus, and like every like he every night he tried to be like, hey, we're gonna go out in the quad and we're gonna kind of just like play guitar and I'm gonna sing some <laughs> Incubus songs, and I'm like, all right, man. 
It's like, dude, I'm going to listen to Typo Negative here fucking recite the number to pi. That's what I would do, man. I would honestly just I'd sit there and be like, I'm going to put on some Typo Negative and get high. This is good. Yeah. It's a day this is going to be rough, dude. I'm going to be sucking down pH water like a motherfucker at that thing. Oh, 100%, man. Yeah. I'm trying to regulate my fucking <laughs> stomach acid again. But there's some... Uh, they did release the beer, the brewery list so far. Um, there's some pretty, uh, pretty decent stuff there. Um, locally, the only two locally announced so far were actually Thin Man and Rusty Nickel. Rusty Nickel. Oh, yeah, Rusty Nickel get some shit for that, too. And um, Thin Man, you could make the argument, uh, I'm sure Mike Shazla had a big part in getting this festival oh, yeah, in yeah, Buffalo, yeah, yeah. and they're going to have his brewery at Thin this Man festival. will do some weird shit, though. They, but they will just... that, yeah. Yeah, Rudy is a pretty talented yeah. brewer, and he likes to do the weird stuff. Like, their big releases are always weird. Like, they're not just making, like, 20 New England IPAs. They're, like... No, they got a couple on tap, and then they'll do some weird shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, but fine. I can, but, I mean, if I was going to pick a second local brewery to represent Buffalo... I'd probably be Resurgence, is my guess. I mean, just... Or CBW. Yeah. The Chicago Street place is great, so, I yeah. mean... I've heard it look... I mean, I've seen the pictures. It looks gorgeous. Fucking I've, awesome. I've been there. Yeah. There's some really... I mean, I like, everybody's, like, really stepping it up. I mean, like, Big Ditch is a place where you could bring, like, an out-of-towner and they would be impressed with it. I, I really like Community Beer Works' new spot, even though yeah. it's a little bit kind of off the beaten path. I think, like, if, if you're looking for someone to, like, go to that's not used to Buffalo, you can bring them to Big Ditch and it's just like, hey, here it is. Like, yeah. And, but it's almost like it's more of a restaurant than a brewery. I, I, I would say, yeah. It, it gives you that vibe, even though, like, you drink their beers and their beers have, don't represent that at all. Their beers are good beers too yeah yeah and the thing is like there's there's enough there's enough variety with their beers too on the tap list yeah. that's going to be like okay you know if you got that person that's walking in they're going to you know want and they don't want anything crazy they just want this basic beer but like a they like a canadian that, you know they got their the canadians that are they coming got, down yeah. and shit they yeah when, look, um, they're not craft beer people i mean they're slugging buds and fucking molson you know yeah. like it's it's weird though because we were talking about like getting into craft beer. Like I got in in 2006, and I remember Blue Moon was a big thing right around yep. then. And every, I didn't realize, obviously, that it was Coors, but whatever. It removed Killian's, <laughs> yeah. right? Wasn't that what it got out of? Yeah, they oh, started. Yeah. They started pushing because Killian's again is Coors as well. Yeah. So they started pushing Blue Moon more than Killian's, and like basically told like all their places, it's like, well, hey, why don't you just start tapping this instead? It's going to be something that more people will like. And yeah. yeah, obviously they were right on that, you know. Yeah, but I, but I remember drinking it, and they throw the orange in it, mm-hmm. whatever. And I remember getting so much shit from like other like my friends at a bar or anything like that. And now all these same people are buying like some milkshake IPA and like, and like, and like everyone's like told it, like it took 10 years or whatever. And like it, all of that, like making fun of your buddy for drinking craft beer is like completely gone. I yeah. feel like you get into these groups of people and shit and you just watch them evolve. And like, yeah. you know, over a four year time of like high school, you see all these people just changing, going to shit. I'm nowhere near the person I was. In yeah. High that's school. a good point too. But I mean, it's just funny. Like you see this shit and like your memory of this person. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like, it's the same thing with these beers now. Like, yeah. Everyone gets into it. I mean, mind you, this kid's been by my side for as long as I can remember <laughs> now. And it goes through with, like, phases with us still. We're into the same shit for the most part, but at the same time, you're like, 
you go back 10 years ago like we're just doing this yeah. we're doing this like that's weird and yeah just, beer as a whole has just become like the same thing yeah it's just it's 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 cool to see so many people into it now where i just feel like it's cool but you almost get like, that like asshole kind of vibe like i was here first <laughs> that's a good point you know yeah. you you almost same, get that same feeling with the music yeah yeah it, it's it's just like continues it's just a yeah. different fucking thing like at yeah. some point you know we'll all go midlife crisis and buy some red car or something <laughs> like that i bought a fucking convertible first dick yeah it is weird to see like 21 and 22 year olds like hanging out at like a brewery or a craft beer bar and being like i i was just drinking like just shit to get hammered yeah. like i didn't have like a refined palate but that's the thing too it's like dude where the fuck are all these kids getting this money to drink this shit, <laughs> yeah. man? I, like, when we went to the we to be real here for a second. Yeah. When we're that age, man, we're working our asses up just so we can go and buy a fucking 30 pack or something just yeah, so we yeah, can get drunk, man. Yeah. But now, like, I look at these kids, I'm like, where the fuck do these douches come from? <laughs> and then I think, like, the same thing. I'm like, here's me, judgmental 30-some-year-old, and just... Yeah. I guarantee you people that were fucking 30 or 40 years old when we were fucking 21 are looking at us being like, look at these assholes. Look <laughs> at these assholes fucking puking outside and, punch, <laughs> and punching out windows and shit. Well, there's that asshole kid again that's going to break the fence. <laughs> I fucking won that night. <laughs> Well, there, there was a period of time with, with Buffalo Wheats where we were, like, on the inside track. So we knew the new spots that were coming. Yeah. We kind of had, like, a little bit of, like, early access. I primarily was hanging out with, like, chefs. So I felt like I was in the in crowd. And then, you know, we have a kid and we move out to the burbs and things slow down. And I go to the Tapo Thin Man thing and a i had heard nothing about it until it like basically opened so i was like immediately like oh i'm completely out of the loop now yeah and then i go in there and i'm easily the oldest person by 10 years so i'm like oh i'm no longer with it at all like i, I am i am no longer part of like the cool crowd like crowd like i am just the old guy who goes and finds out about things like three months after the fact like i it was a it was like a sobering realization walking in there and being like first of all i had to ask people where chandler street was i was like what the <laughs> hell like why is everyone saying chandlerville like what the hell is this place that everyone we, knows? we do not say chandlerville on this <laughs> he, podcast. Doesn't, he doesn't allow it anymore <laughs> what was the, still, uh, it's Chandyland, man <laughs> what was um the place that you took us masuda chow's or something like that mm-hmm. and i just where were we before that it was shannon's birthday right no we went to the cbw opening before uh, that all right which was like about a year ago like yeah. Last week or whatever. I got in that place. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> He's like, the dude from Stone Sour owns it. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I just feel like I'm old and I like, I need to start a fight. Like, that was like the feeling I had. I'm like, I should pick a fight. Yeah, when you're uncomfortable, you get like ready to throw it on, man. <laughs> That that is that was oh, another God. place that I immediately felt like this is really cool, but this is not for me. I remember like, like someone stole the fucking ski balls on the news and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, ten years ago, I would have been that asshole probably. But I'm like, because I'm thinking like stupid kids ruining shit for other people. Like now, like adult yeah, exactly. like dumb fucking kids. Yeah, <laughs> but really, it's just like I, I walk in there, I'm like cool concept. I'm like. Um, I want nothing to do with it. Then all of a sudden, I see a picture of like my fucking twenty-one-year-old cousin, his boys like posting up in like the back hallway and yeah, shit. I'm yeah, like, yeah. like I'm just washed up in life at this point. Like just yeah. 
go back to polo shirts and golf on the weekends because yeah. I'm just a loser now. Yeah. No, that I've I've like I think I'm I'm at terms with where my place is now in the terms of like the cool spots in Buffalo. And like I will just go back to Founding Fathers and just hang out at the park. I don't want to be cool. I just want to be a fucking bum. Just, <laughs> just leave me alone. Don't talk to me. Yeah. Well, that's like so. Like I mean, looking at it back from when you first started Buffalo Eats to like now, man. Like the amount of new places and what what the scene in general is in this city um whether it's beer food or just anything really it's it's, all, it's insane man. yeah it's it's completely different we started in 2009 uh and i remember like big openings were like uh huckle buckets opened in, <laughs> in, in, off of sheridan and like everyone was excited I and still it was like that place. <laughs> it's like holy shit they serve all their food in buckets <laughs> uh and like lager house when they first opened and people were like oh there's this cool bar they serve craft beer now near the arena like the openings were so few and far between that like we just got excited about anything it didn't matter if it was good it just was like something new and that's then, a lot of it is and that's that's kind of like the whole you know the please like my band or please like my my show please yeah. like, my, like it, it's just that it's that please like me kind of thing well yeah like, and that's i think buffalo has that complex as a whole where we're just like we want something new to gravitate to a lot of times and it's almost just like we've been starved for so long that we just want to jump on anything yeah it's the same thing with like canal side and shit like that it's like all right canal side's awesome canal side's great it started now it's like give me more it's not good enough anymore yeah like i'm fine going around there knowing i'm just gonna walk around and do nothing but like people are gonna be like i need more than that yeah i i gotta be entertained if i'm not entertained i don't care on to the next thing. Yeah. But that is kind of what the city, the city does have a complex with that though. It's like, you know, anytime anyone posts, like, it's like, oh, this website or this magazine says Buffalo's a great oh, place God. to visit. And everybody's like, check this out. <laughs> someone said Buffalo's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Someone and then, said, then I said, someone Buffalo sucks. <sighs> like, it's not New York City. No shit. It's yeah. not Toronto. We know. Yeah. Well, but, the, but then, like, you'll get someone to be like, oh, man, Jim Kelly's walking a little funny. And then someone will be like, I'm going to stab you when you sleep because you just said something bad about Jim <laughs> Kelly. You can't talk shit about anything that's involved <laughs> with this city. And it's like, dude, calm the fuck down. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's straight up insane. I, I feel like there's so there's like uh what is it only in your state or something like that where it's like yeah that's where it's like a website where they i feel like most of their revenue is based on like getting viral oh yeah yeah it's it's praising buffalo and it's half of it doesn't look like it's written by anyone local they use like google map photos as like their thing but i i'm i'm shocked that more major publications haven't figured out that like when you say something nice about buffalo it gets shared a billion times within buffalo yeah uh and i don't know i mean i've so i've, I've worked with visit buffalo niagara over the years i was gonna say whoever's whoever's in charge of that shit man yeah. is earning their fucking they're money they're killing man. it right now <laughs> like, and I've, I've told them like the, the people they're pulling in to write these things is amazing um, but like occasionally they'll ask me to come along and I'll meet the writer and, you know, do my pitch of like why things are cool in Buffalo. But like the fact that we can, we love that press, which is deserved because not, not a lot of people talk about Buffalo, but like nobody locally talks shit about anything with like a critical angle. You're right. There aren't really anybody like, there isn't really anybody out there that's kind of actually being objective no. about anything where it's just like... Everybody's in full promotional mode. Yeah, anytime a restaurant opens, anytime a business opens, anytime anything happens, this is great. 
yeah. this is great. And I'm like, it might not be great. <clears throat> and not but. only that, but like, I, I don't know if we can, if we've even proven we can support all the shit that is open. Like, there's a lot of stuff that's closing. I mean, as we're C-Bar talking right now, C Bar is closing yeah. next Friday. Yeah, the 17th um, or 16th. Yeah. That's our last and that's supposed to be one of the best restaurants in the city. Yeah. And, and, and Mike A is as is, is a household of a chef as you can get in Buffalo. Um, and, I'm sure there's things that go into it financially that he mm-hmm. made mistakes along the way, but like the market can only hold so much thing, like so many restaurants without either a support from Canada or b more people moving to the cities and spending their money there. And if we're not critical and we're saying everything is amazing all the time, like nobody I think is like realizing that. And we have a problem just in Buffalo, you know, I say Buffalo as a whole, but like even some of the suburbs, like I remember people saying like, you are in downtown. I'm like, yeah, what the fuck's wrong with downtown? People will be like, I'd never go down there. Like, yeah. You get out like past transit and there's people that won't go on the other side of transit road. Oh, exactly. Legitimately. And it's like, what's wrong with you? It's like, oh, it's bad down there. It's like, no, it's not. Yeah. Have you been down there? Do you know anything? Like you go on the Sabre games? Absolutely. Like, yeah, people just don't. They have such a negative outlook on like, yeah. the area, and that it, it kills it too because it's we have so many local resources that, that people don't want to tap into yet. Yeah, they're just like because they're when they grew up, Buffalo was shit or something. Like yeah, that. exactly. Or if you told somebody who was afraid about parking, you're like, I know you're afraid about parking. Park here and just take the line down, and they would look at you like you're a goddamn madman. Yep. Like I'm sorry, use the public transportation. Like <laughs> it's like, dude, too. The thing about parking, man, it's like. We have ramps that you can park in. Yes. Pay literally next to nothing to park in them. Yeah. And then go and do your thing. Yeah. Speaking like, of- if this was a bigger city, like, that lot between, that lot over by Cobblestone. Yeah. That would cost, like, minimum, like, $30 of parking. Exactly. Every day, no matter what. Yeah. You know? Like, you can park in for free half the time. Like. It- yeah, we don't have a parking problem. We have uh, people expecting they can park for free everywhere problem, which like, is just an unrealistic... That's not how cities work. <laughs> yeah. That's just not how I, cities work. I, I get pissed off when I can't find free parking because <laughs> I've learned. But the fact is, like, I've been going to the city my whole life. Yeah. I've learned the tr- my dad's tricks, and I've learned for myself, like, yeah. I can park over here. Yeah. Or, like, the one that's over by uh, where the Mahoney was. Yes. Like, yeah. There was those streets back there one time. I'm like, oh, fuck, I'll park over here. <laughs> and, like, and all of a sudden, I'm like, what do you mean it's not a guy? goddamn street anymore i can't fucking park here i've been parking here for years and like this is me at like 26 like losing my fucking mind yeah no but i i have people who like complain all the time like i can't go downtown i can't park anywhere but like they're most likely saying that as they're passing by parking ramps that they don't want to pay for yeah and it's no. just like dude. park here now 15 bucks yeah 10 bucks yeah like it's 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 we have, like you said, we have parking. Like it's, yeah. it's such an annoying argument that yeah. people like start throwing at you. Yeah, but but going back to the the capacity for all this stuff, I what I see in the brewery world though is like double that. Like everybody right now, the first thing if they're opening a bar, they're almost more likely to open up a brewery instead of just a bar because if everyone is obsessed with breweries right now you you open up a brewery in any sub- suburb or neighborhood and like it blows up regardless if they even have good craft beer a lot of these Dive places, bars are becoming craft beer places yeah too, you know but like it, even if a brewery opens and their beer isn't good but it's a good enough vibe people still flock there like crazy and like you saw that with like when resurgence first opened their stuff was like not great yeah. but it was such a cool place to hang out the beers they put out like and we've had this talk several times 
times over the years. Just like there are beers that you could buy in mass quantities or, you know, buy the cans. Like these are the worst beers. Yeah. Like it was like the regular IPA, their blood yeah. orange saison. Like you can go to the fucking brewery and get 10 other beers that are way better than that. Yeah. And now it's just like, all right, there's a whole rotating series. There's a bunch of stuff. Even like the resurgence pack, like it's not bad. Yeah. But I mean, you can still get better stuff. Yeah. You can buy better stuff off the shelves from them. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's crazy, like, how well they've become, too. Yeah. No, and yeah, and they've, they've come a long way. But it's like, I, I just wonder when the saturation point is with local breweries where, like, you're, you're going to. Is the new one opening up on Main Street across yeah. from, like, Moorpad and, yeah. like. And that's not a small build either. That's, like, no, a multi million dollar project. Yeah. Like I've seen that the other day. I'm like, holy fuck. <laughs> yeah. Man, like, that's some money going in there. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I guess it's the guy from Oliver's and Sear and Creekview, so he's got cash behind it. But it's a, like, I don't know. I just I'm waiting for the break point of when. Well, like, there's so many. Every one of these breweries, except for two of them, are all investor driven too. Yeah. Like you got to pay these guys back at some point. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's. Yeah. It's weird. Unless your family happened to own Sorrento cheese or or uh, Educids, yeah. <laughs> you pretty much have a lot of debt that you have to pay back. Yeah, no, it's, I don't think we're at that bubble just yet, but with the way the trend is where, you know, new bars opening up are basically just breweries as it is. Yeah. I think that'll probably end up being the thing that continues. Yeah. You're going to start seeing more neighborhood breweries than. Back in like the 1900s, the early start, man, when that was your neighborhood bar was, you know, pumping out random lagers and (laughs) pilsers and shit. Yeah. And, and I'm, I mean, I'm all for more good beer. It's just like, if, if if I'm watching what's happening with the restaurant world and I try to like parallel it to the brewery world, it just, I feel like in five years, there's going to be a lot of they're gonna cheap start brewing closing. equipment. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and that's likely going to be the case. Yeah. Um, it's just, you're going to see this city continue to grow, I would assume. I hope. I mean, it doesn't like look like they're slowing down. True. Um, like people seem to be moving back and I mean, rents are going up all over the fucking place. So, um, I mean, I guess people are assuming that people have money here now. Yeah. I mean, you watch the West side, like the West side is like completely turning around. Like you get off on like Niagara show. What the fuck happened over here? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's buildings that are three stories now. What the (laughs) fuck? Like, yeah. Uh, my my son was always looking at the windows, and if they were new windows with like the stickers on them, yeah. I was like, "Oh shit, stuff's going on over here." It's like, "Wait, wait, you guys got a working light?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's an interesting spot to be in. I mean, the cool part about when we did Buffalo Eats was we literally got to watch the the rise, like 2012 to 15, was like just every week we had some new news thing to say and it was perfect for us because we were like one of the bigger voices so we got to like break a lot of the stories and really cover it but like i just feel like now i'm like i, I got i have no idea what the next five years as has in in store for, at least for the restaurant world yeah because we kind of slowed down on that yeah like a lot like it, there's <laughs> like i mean trying to really think of like what the newest restaurants really have been over the past like six months yeah there's not there's not restaurant wise there really isn't a lot yeah nothing's really like sticks out i mean like you had that the uh, breezy burrito open up their new space on Elmwood yeah. like a couple weeks ago which seems like that's kind of like a, a cool hip like spot now yeah yeah um i was in there last week two weeks ago yeah um and it looks really cool it's just uh I mean the food. The, their their food's pretty good from yeah. uh, having them over at Expo. 
Yeah, it's more like Tex-Mex as opposed to like yeah. authentic yeah. Mex, I guess you would say. Yeah. Or, or, yeah, traditional Mex, I guess. I think one of the things I run into, too, is just like, you know, when I have extra money to blow, like, it's not easy because, you know, married with kids and shit like yeah, that. Yeah. And, like, you know, in that millennial range where you got to kind of, like, <laughs> like, we're not, like, you know, the baby boomer generation. We're not getting pensions. Or we're not set up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got to be, like, smart with it. And, like, it's the same thing when it came to beer. It was like, I'm not going to go and blow 13 bucks or 14 bucks on a six pack was my thing a few years ago because I don't know if I'm going to like that beer. Yeah. I'm pissed off. I just spent 14 bucks and all the right off the top, I'm already losing three beers because my wife's drinking that. <laughs> and if, if Brian comes over, now I'm down to two beers <laughs> and like, or like one beer after that. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, it, it was just like, it's how it works. Like you always got to be smart with what you're doing. And same thing. Like if you go to a restaurant and you're like, oh, I heard good things about her. I don't know. I've heard mixed reviews. Yeah. Like, it's like, I really want to go there. Like, yeah. And especially this culture, like, like we talked about with like our area, it's like, I haven't heard that great of things. Mm, yeah. I'm not going to support it. Or you get the people that are like, no, I'm a fan of this one. I'm a fucking supporter of that kind. You get a lot of that shit. Yeah. I, oh God. Speaking about money, we're drinking a burning money from Thin Man. Uh, 6.6 ABV. It's an IPA. doesn't say if it's any kind of style IPA. But this was actually brewed at Chandler. Brewed and canned at Chandler, so... That facility is just gigantic. Like, so they're they're pumping out a lot of cans out there now, so... If you were to put money on a Buffalo brewery that would make national like moves like waves i feel like it's thin man at this point i mean they got the backing they had the backing with it. i mean I, I, it's, I, it's hard to it's hard to bet against mike schatzel when it comes to that kind of thing well that's the other his thing. connections and everything else exactly. like you like he's all over the place i know yeah. uh if, um, I mean, if you follow him on any of the social media he's traveling somewhere yeah. like every goddamn month yeah like uh Buffalo Beer League just wrote an article kind of about how, like, he's out in Portugal and they're going out to, he's going out to, like, a festival in China and stuff to have the beer there. He lives like, just the best fucking life. That's what I mean. But it's just like, you know, like, he took advantage of the situation that he was given. Yeah. You know, like, and more power to him. Like, you can't, yeah. you can't argue that. Yeah. Like, I mean, if I was if I was in his situation, would I have done the same thing he's done to this city? I don't know. I wonder you know? with with certain things like CBW. If CBW went like heavy on stouts, how would their stouts stack up nationally? Especially because of like Buffetti, you know. And it's it's a good beer. Mm-hmm. Like, what if they went that route and so we could be a stout brewery and just fucking slam that shit? Could they get more national exposure? It's the same thing I think with Resurgence. Resurgence has enough variety. And they have a pretty good backing financially with it too that they could do. Well, that's the one thing more. that um, when we when Ethan sat down with us at their anniversary party, he kind of mentioned because he was just in Denver back then, and he was kind of talking about how Denver is beer wise, where it's like, you know, they have so many breweries and it doesn't feel saturated there because like most of the breweries out there, they're like, well, we specifically do this, uh, like. 
I, we only do sours. We only do Belgians. We only do stouts. We only do this. We only like, they're not trying to do anything more. They're all like centered around style. Yeah. More than, Hey, we're a brewery. Yeah. And we're going to brew this hype because that's hyping. We're going to do this. We're going to do, it's not that. Yeah. Like talking with, uh, talking with the guys from Rusty Nico at the Brewers Invitational back canal side over a couple of uh, month or so ago, they're saying that they kind of wanted to like start focusing a little more on making Belgians because wow. you don't really have, you don't have that, that here. here. No. So I mean, the, the biggest Belgian brewery I think about by us is, um, Oh my gang. Yeah. I was called the three philosophers, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, yeah, that's, that's why I think of it. I mean, they're doing open top fermentation. They're, they, they dabble in other shit, but yeah. like, if I think of Belgian breweries, I think of them right away. Yeah. Like, well, at least and they're not local, but you think about that on like a bigger spectrum. They've been around for fuck, man. As long as I remember drinking beer, mm-hmm. you know, I think Oh five, Oh six getting into beer, like three philosophers three ph- was that beer that kind of like you stepped it up a notch in your beer drinking. Well, you looked at it, you're, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, you're like, like, this beer costs 10 bucks and it's fucking 9.8 percent. Yeah, yeah, I'm an adult right now. <laughs> and they had the uh, the like the, the, the little pot, yeah, the yeah, twist yeah. thing, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you felt like you were drinking like a, something special. Rare yeah. Voss, I mean, was a gateway beer for me yeah. in a lot of ways. I remember drinking an alternative brews. And like, what kind of smokes you got in that fucking <laughs> spat? We just sit in there, it just smells like, smells like my dad did in the 80s and shit. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I, I think you're dead on, though, with the Mike Schatzel Connections thing as far. Like, the fact that they've gotten all of these collaboration beers with like some of the biggest names right mm-hmm. now is 100% because Mike yeah. Schatzel just knows everybody and yeah. it's great i mean it, you have I, a good brewer yeah and yeah and rudy is a, a, a fucking killer brewer um but and yeah and they have the money to back it i mean I they can get their like, cans in ohio if they want to yeah they can really with with chandler doing what they're doing canning wise and stuff now they can really push distribution a little heavier and stuff yeah. but that's what and, i think about with distribution though because there's always that line that how much is too much well, you got to wonder, like, I'm going to New York City in two weeks, so I'm kind of curious to see, like, what Thin Man I'd see out there. Yeah. Because that could be the difference. Like, My parents are drinking Thin Man in fucking Alexandria But I mean, Bay, like, you know, you know well. we get excited because we get these cans here. We get Grimm. We get whatever else. Yeah. Is Thin Man the brewery from here that people are like, oh, hey, man. This store just got some four packs of Thin Man in. You yeah. know, got to go and get these and buy these real quick. Now it's just, it's, the distribution is just so much different. It's not like you're chasing this shit anymore. Yeah. Well, I think to that, I could see Resurgence being the brewery that makes it more mainstream, I feel like. Like, I could see them being the ones, because a lot of their beers, I think, are pretty favorable to any palate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think I could see them, especially with the backing they have, that they could potentially become that beer where, like, Loganberry wheat is, like, just, like, a, a crushable a, beer, like, countrywide. Yeah. I think where Thin Man would be would be, like, the hipster cred. It, it's nice. So when we were running Buffalo Eats, like, we would try everything because that that was the job. It was, it was trying everything and giving mm-hmm. our opinion of it. And when we retired quote-unquote, in 2016, everyone asked us if we had, like, tried all the new places, me and my wife, and we're like, no. (laughs) Like, we're going to the same five places because we just love those restaurants, and Mm -hmm. we just don't want to fucking try new things anymore. Like, we love these five places, and that's totally fine. And what do you do for pizza around here? 
For peace around here? Yeah. Peace around here is rough. I drive actually all the way down to Lovejoy. Okay, I grew up in Lovejoy. You go to Lovejoy Pizzeria? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I drive down to Lovejoy uh, if, if we're getting pizza. Uh, I will dabble in Franco's. Uh... That's about it. I liked Yum Yums for a while, but it Did you? Like I never had Yum Yums. I'm a big Gandy's guy. Gandy's? I love Gandy's. Gandy's is on... The one that's off uh, Cleveland. Okay. Right at the corner. Okay, I don't think um, I've had it. When we, when we moved here, we tried to... Because initially, like, we lived here, what, like 10 years ago, 11 years ago, we moved into the place. And um, so we wanted to try all the pizzas. Like, we yeah. had Tony's and John's. And Tony's was our go-to because it was next to Gordy's, and that was our bar. Nice. Right, it was basically right across the street. Yeah, so like it was across the street from us. We'd go over there and get some shit. Nice. We got Gandy's like once or twice. I've never been to Gordy's. In but, and then uh, Bob and John's before they like re-upped and changed all their shit. Uh, I am not a fan. I hate that shit. It's so bad. <laughs> I paid 22 bucks last year for a fucking cheese and pepperoni pizza. Uh, and I'm like, are you guys kidding me? Like, I, I had to like restrain myself from like flipping out about it. I'm like, this pizza sucked. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I was going to call and yell about it afterwards. I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm in the, I'm apparently not in the minority. I, I don't like Bob and John's on no, Hurdle or this one. And people give me shit all the time. They, re- they, they changed it. it it's different now than so what it was. Bad, yeah. Um, I love Gandy's. I mean, they just yeah. throw so much damn cheese on it. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. good. It's not the thing where it's you have the same exact pizza every time. I don't want to okay. say like it's going to look the same because it might be bubbly more. Right, 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 right. Not just like – it's not like um, – how do I describe it with pizza? This pizza is such a fucking shit show. Like some places you know you're getting like a burnt crust every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're going to get that same setup. It's not, but there's the best around here that we go to. We go, it's our go-to for it. So Sexy Slices, I don't know if you guys are familiar, the Instagram guy. Mm-hmm. No, I've never. Uh, uh, so he goes around and reviews pizza places. Okay. So every week he'll post a pizza review. Uh, and he had a pizza festival at Hydraulic Hearth and Macy's Place took home the 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 number one place which is like where's right Macy's around, uh, Macy's on Genesee oh okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. right near uh, yep. uh, crab apple yeah yeah I know what you're talking about which I've had like completely just wild results from that place like it's not consistent yeah not at all and and you go in there and it's like three like 16 year old kids and you're like how is anything being made like everyone's just but that's a pizzeria though if i'm walking into a pizzeria <laughs> and it's not there's not at least one 16 year old then i'm questioning what the fuck's actually you gotta think about there. this one pizzeria is, a great is there a family person there that's all the time and <laughs> yeah. like how high are the rest of the stuff <laughs> that's a very good point but that's it that's it's pizzeria man you're right I'm going from ipas back again to sours um this is the Speaking of sour, I'm gonna look for my kids. <laughs> this is the forty two North Goza Colada, coconut and lime goza. Um this was canned a couple weeks ago, I believe they released it. it says it's made with a touch of milk sugar, crisp fruited goza inspired by pina colada made with coconut lime and pineapple. Sent at four point seven ABV. 42 North is one of those breweries where I feel like I forget about them because they're in East Aurora. Yeah, that's... And they're good. I, I've mostly always enjoyed what I had, um, but I just always forget about them, I guess. I don't know why. One thing I've been trying to do this year is focusing, or not necessarily focusing, but like getting myself out to more Southtown things Yeah. because... I don't really do whatever. I'm never really. I don't think thinking. you're. Yeah, you're definitely not alone you know? in that thought either. I mean, I, I'm me and my wife. We both grew up in Orchard Park, mm-hmm. um, but I, I I work with a bunch of people who like the South Towns are 
like a foreign land to them. <laughs> like they're, but unless you, they're going to a Bills game, they're like, I have no idea what what like Hamburg looks like. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I get it because it's a it's a fucking drive. And you get the Hamburg people that you guarantee you they most of them probably never went to North Tonawanda. Or <laughs> exactly. Anything, you know, exactly. they're like, what the fuck is North Tonawanda? Yeah, yeah. You know? It but, is weird how that all that all fucking works. It's just like, all right, instead of like talking about like singing lyrics and shit, you're talking about like, dude, you try that cheeseburger. Did you did you get their did you get that appetizer at that place? Like, did you try that beer yet? Oh man, that's too true. We talk about the same shit all the time. Yeah. Like amongst each other, but like at the same time it's just like Can you believe it's been like ten years since this? Can you believe yeah. like this is Well, I mean I, I was walking down Ellicott Street. And, like, I, I was thinking, like, when we started Buffalo Eats, like, none of this existed. There's no Deep South, no Tapo, no Big Ditch, no Teuton, Marble and Rye. Even C-Bar had just opened that year. And it's just like, fuck. Like, everything has changed completely. It's just like, it's... Like, some of this shit closes, it feels like our parents do it. Like, a part of your youth dies yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Where it's not... um. For us, it's like, this is where we went. This is what we did. But it's the, like, well, we're not there four nights a week anymore. You know? Exactly. It's like, that's – unless that next group took the same step. Yeah. Like, that's how the shit fades, yeah. you know? Which yeah. is great. I mean, it's the same thing that's going to happen with these breweries. So if these 22-year-old kids ain't pumping the tires at all these breweries, too. Yeah. And when they're 27, 28, 29, 30, like, if they're not going to this shit still and it hasn't hit that next generation, we're going to see the same shit happen in 10 years. Yeah. Yeah, it's very, it's very rare you get the generational things like like uh, chefs or something like that. We're like yeah. just over and over people go to it. Well, yeah, we think about like food a lot. Just I mean like we wine cooked. I wine cooked for 10 years or 9 years, whatever. I mean you were for – I worked in restaurants for like 12 years. Yeah. Almost, wow. Yeah. But at the same time, like I never want to be a chef. I've At, at times I thought about like maybe I should go back and get a culinary degree because right. a culinary degree would be kind of cool. But at the same time, I'm like I'm not – if some guy's going to scream at me, I'm going to punch him in his fucking face. Like, I'm just not cut out for that. Like, yeah, it's just, yeah. just my mentality is just like, I ain't taking any yeah. shit, man. Um, oh, man. This stuff tastes like a fucking, like. Am I getting pi- a banana? It, no, dude, it's like so it's pineapple and, like, it tastes like a kebab. We're going to yeah. finish off the night with uh, our friends that just had their year anniversary yesterday at Mortalis. Oh, I've never, I've never um, had a Mortalis beer. This is their From Hawaii with Love Golden Stout. Um, it is a pineapple coconut coffee golden stout. Um, Do you know who made it or who was the brewer behind it? Probably Josh. I was say Josh fucking is like stout king. Jo- Josh does a lot this of their is, a lot of their stouts. This is um, but like they all have their they all have their hands. Well, on he's it. the one that made the his homebrew one. He gave us right. Yeah. And yeah. that was holy fuck, dude. He gave us a coconut pour, uh, stout that he made. Yeah. It was like incredible. Like yeah, had labels made up and everything for it. It was, dude. He's insane. The brewers there. But I figured I wanted to bring this and uh, kind of just uh, with them having. Their anniversary party yesterday, actually. They so they've been open for a year, and yeah, the the, the hype is real out there. So thank you for sharing this. This is my first time uh, I've had any of their stuff. Yeah, uh, they. Um, I know it's like the new hotness. Like people are waiting in line. I think like I've drank like twelve to fifteen of their beers, and I've not had a bad one. You probably might be up to like thirty. It's one of those things that, like, I mean, as we like, we talked a lot about, you know, 
what the style was back in the day and how like we got into craft beer yeah. tonight. Like this is what craft beer really is right now. Yeah. You know, like this is what the kids like i mean like all the stuff that's on instagram and everybody's chasing in that like that's what that is yeah like these are these are the trends that people people are striving for and looking for and like it's it's kind of like a a crazy little like is it beer is it something else like what do we have even going on right now and this this smells and tastes like insane it's it's really really good like you started seeing, um, I start. I've been thinking because of Buffalo Beer Week coming up in roughly about oh, a month. Shit. The uh, they had last year. They had this little like kind of like symposium with like the brewers and a couple of like a handful of like the beer geeks and stuff. Yeah. And one of the things that like they like people brought up being like, how come nobody's doing things that like Mortalis is doing? And the brewers are like. Because if we did all that, you probably would still go there. <laughs> you know, like they kind of just like, well, if we did that, you guys probably wouldn't like it as much as like, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But like you started seeing over the past year, you saw a lot of breweries kind of bending a little more into that um, with like Resurgence doing the the Brew Geeks series that they did with that, the coconut um, stouts and uh, the uh, marshmallow one that they yeah. did. Um, 42 North's been like doing crazy sours yeah. over the past. Like, I mean, they just released uh, two more this weekend at the tap room. Last summer, that, that uh, but, one resurgence that they did the um, the blonde style was fucking insane. Remember how good that one yeah. was? I mean, but like you're seeing you're seeing breweries do that. Um, like we said, too, like Thin Man's been kind of yeah. like going a little crazier and stuff a little bit too. Um, even JP out in over at Brickyard, he he kind of bends the rules a little bit as well. So like you're seeing this brewery that like is, you know, only an hour away from us really making a difference in the scene because people are like, Hey, this is kind of what we want. And like everybody around here is like, okay, if this is what you want, we're going to still do our thing, but we're going to kind of try to pepper yeah. this in and see if you guys like it. Um, like Big Ditch has been doing a lot of milkshake IPAs and yeah. sours and everything else as well. Like it's yeah. it's something that like, Man. I mean, for the flavors in this, it doesn't taste. First of all, it's like super well balanced. Like all, their beers all, are all, all just all balanced, man. It's, but it, like it, these three flavors, what what is it? Pineapple, coconut, coffee. Mm-hmm. They could taste so fake so easily, and this it doesn't taste like super like artificial and it's also just incredibly like one note like not not one but like it works well together it's, it's a very like they're just one of those breweries it's like we don't give a fuck what it costs us to make it yeah we want the taste to be real we want everything to be authentic and man their beers like speak for themselves that is really good. well when you talk to them too they're the first thing that they'll always tell you is like we're gonna brew beer that we want to drink yeah we don't give a shit like if you don't like it that's fine we want to drink these things so i mean and that's what most brewers really will kind of tell you being like you know what like i'm drinking like i mean carl says that all the time at pressure drop yeah you know it's like first and foremost he's drinking beers that he enjoys yeah and he's someone too that's really kind of stepped his game up in the past year or so like if you think of one like i I still feel that like if there's one brewery that's hot and cold with everybody Mm -hmm. 
in this city, it's pressure drop. Like people either are like, I don't want to touch it, or yeah. people are like, this is probably one of my favorite breweries. And he's sticking true to his guns. Like he's still doing a lot of West Coast centered stuff. But like, in my opinion, like Buckstar is probably one of the best beers that you can get in this city. Um, especially a porter that you can drink year round. Yeah. I mean, Buffalo Brewing you know? Company was the same way for a while too. They stuck to their guns of like playing the classic styles and they got into a lot of the newer ones and his beers are just getting better and better. But you know, he still makes a fucking great Mars and he still makes a great Vienna lager. But at the same time, like, Hey, you want to try some double dry hop, like random new England, like it's come a long way. But that's what, like, I mean, yeah. comparing it with music and food even like you get competition like this going on like like mortalis coming into the beer scene yeah. a year ago it made everybody else in this area kind of step it up a little bit more to kind of be like hey we're still here you don't need to drive an hour away yeah yeah and you know I'm, it's, it's just kind of crazy though because like rochester's now got two places that realistically create like lines to wait to get can releases with Mortalis and other half. And they still got, uh, you know, Fifth Frame and Prison City. Like. Yeah, Fifth Frame is amazing. Yeah. Prison City is fantastic. I, yeah, and that's I, only that's only in Auburn. That's really not that far either, you know? Yeah. It was funny. Um, my dad is from Auburn, and I was trying to explain to him. <laughs> I was like, yeah, when you go to see your sister, could you stop at this brewery? And he's like, okay. And I was like, <laughs> you might have to wait in line. And he's like, I have to wait in line at a brewery in Auburn? I was like, yeah, no, I know. It's really... He's like, somebody cares about Auburn? <laughs> he, like, he was, like, floored that, like, Prison City has, like, gotten, like... And I was trying to explain, like, yeah, one year they got labeled, like, the best IPA. It's kind of been a thing. He's like, so people travel to Auburn <laughs> to get beer. I was like, yes, Dad. <laughs> but yeah, Donnie, uh, what would you... Where can people find you? What would you like to throw out to uh, hype yourself up? We're pretty much everywhere at Buffalo Eats. Um... Uh, Instagram, we've got about nine people who are on the account, so we usually have something almost every other day at least uh, about what's going on. Facebook, Twitter as well. We've got some plans maybe for blog stuff in the future, but we'll see if I can actually do it. But uh, but yeah, thank you guys for having me on. I really appreciate it. Thanks for coming, Don. I appreciate it. Luckily, yes. it was only like a five-block walk, so that's Yeah, bad no, I, I put in the address, and I was like, oh, shit, it's only 12 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> As long as you guys aren't stirring shit up with any more competitions and stuff with everybody and getting all people all hot and bothered. Oh, we have several planned. (laughs) My favorite thing in the world is getting people pissed off online. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, um, as always, go find us on Instagram at What The Hops Podcast, on Twitter and Facebook at What The Hops. Go find me on Untapped at Brian WTH. Don't even bother fucking looking for me because I didn't even put it on my new phone. Um, go hit up our WordPress at whatthehops.wordpress.com. Go check out our friends in the podcasting world on bigheadsmedia.com and hoppedupnetwork.com. And, yeah. You're listening to the Hopped Up Network. Thank you. The show you just listened to is part of the Hopped Up Network. The Hopped Up Network is a growing family of craft beer podcasts in the United States and Canada. Find this show and others like it at hoppedupnetwork.com, the spot for informative and entertaining craft beer podcasts.